0: Way, Hello there. Uh, welcome to a special edition of Over 50 Starting Over. And I am with Thomas Helfrich, uh, the AI nerd. And he had me on last week on his uh, podcast. And he's super engaging. I, d- I had to ask him to come on ours because he has a lot of crossover content with ours. I obviously talk a lot about us over 50, uh, whether you're getting squeezed out of corporate America, or you want out to finally in the third act of your life, do things the way you want. Uh, You don't have, oh, this sounds so negative, but it's not like you have a ton of years to leave your mark. So you want to do it now. And to leave your mark, you need incredible content to bring people in. I don't talk enough about that that's what we're going to talk about today. Content age, hey, you see, Charlie. There, Thomas. <laughs> we, we talked about. Let me bring you in Thomas. Uh, tell us a little bit about Esterel AI.
1: Yeah, and, uh, well, it's. Not, thank you, by the way, for having me on. I sure. and you know, we were talking about my skill set. I am happy to wreck the average IQ of any meeting. So anytime I can just drive that down, that's so why you're I, here. that's Why I'm here. Um, The uh, InstarL.AI is a startup I founded in 2020. It really solves one problem, the problem of time, that it takes too long to create content. It takes too much effort to drive engagement. And you're often guessing, not often, you're almost always guessing on what strategy to apply, uh, which often results in dismal results. Better way to draw upon my expertise in intelligent automation, which is where you grab people and technology and the right technologies and the right people at the right moment to accelerate a process or automate it. And I applied that with uh, real full effect, my own personal profile on LinkedIn and uh, other places. And, and now we do this for uh, customers, I guess, the, kind of the high level.
0: Oh, that is a high level. And we got to dig a little deeper on that. I have questions. When you said that you applied this to your own LinkedIn content, can you tell me a little bit more about that? I'm very curious.
1: Yeah. Uh, so LinkedIn is a profile. You know, I, I looked at that as a uh, you know, it was, it was, we backed up, I had a goal um, in 20, the first part of 2021, January, we just launched the company, like literally like, you know, formed it, Delaware, the whole thing, right? We didn't have a website up till March, but in j- January, I decided I wanted to be, become an influencer on, on LinkedIn. I wanted to be able to, to write for major publications. I wanted to be, have no restrictions on the amount of content I could create because I was always faced with the problem and the blessing of I talk well about technology, I talk well about topics, but I absolutely loathe writing. And what I found is most people are the same way. It's not that I loathe it. It just takes forever. And I just never get my thoughts out, you know, chalk it up. I understand. Or whatever it is, but I just cannot get it done. And even even writing it through dictation doesn't work, right? So I was like, there's got to be a better way. I mean, there's all these AI writing companies and there's all this AI automation technology. There's got to be a way to put it all together elegantly. Mm -hmm. And so my goal was to do that. And so what I started doing was writing content I talked to some experts on how to write content better. Then I started applying where AI could supplement with better tiling, better research, better curation, better writing. And as I applied this, I could do I could create a lot more content and when because of this and it was very targeted towards like certain groups of, of people I wanted to connect with, it worked really well to build a following and a connection base. And then we added more technology and more content types and, and just continually experimented to find kind of the sweet spots of what people engage with not for the you know not just like you know cats and dogs and you know sad stories but actual like meaningful content that someone on brand someone on point right uh, but at the same time it added value to the to the to the viewer and uh, that that's been the approach so it's i mean that's once again kind of high level but it's lots of types of content lots of experimentation to see what the algorithm picks up on what your follower base does and it's you know there's no one size fits all like you know B2C versus products versus services versus a podcast has different types of followers, different types of viewers and listeners, and they want different types of content.
0: I think that's a good explanation. I'm going to back up for a minute. Now, I want to tell you that I'm going to want to get back to how you you tailor the content uh, to a target market, to an industry and stuff. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But for our listeners, I want to back up and tell you... um, in a bird's eye overview, why content is so important. When you have an online lead generation presence, you first of all need your website like your headquarters. It needs to explain everything that you are very concisely and uh, so that it can make the conversion. But in order to get prospects to it, it's best that you create some good content that perhaps you could put on in your blog. So it's an ever building library of searchable content and some some of you uh, many of us know the term SEO search engine optimization and you'll build these kind of keywords that are search engine optimized so Google can find you but you want to push, at least bits and pieces of this content out to social media where you build prospects, where you build interest that lead them back to your website. And if you're really smart, you also have an integrated email campaign and you maybe offer some freebie uh, lead magnets, we call them white papers, eBooks, and things like that in exchange for an email address. And this is where you can hopefully, where you build a tribe and hopefully slowly Convert some of that tribe into clientele. All of this needs fuel. That's, I just described the engine of it, the nuts and bolts, but your fuel is content. And Thomas, you and I talked about briefly before uh, we went live how, man, if you just think you're going to put anything out there, any gobbledygook out there, you're going to push people away and they're never going to come back. People will be like, that's bad content. I'm never coming back there. So you need. Quality content. Getting back to this, Thomas, I want you to please uh, tell me how do you discern the, the 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 targeting? How do you niche it down? How do you define uh, the industry? I, you know, and get yeah. that really appropriate content for that person or company? You're
1: also yeah. You're describing an industry problem with AI writing only, or even agency writing only, or, or content creation. And content could be text, visual, audio, uh, video. It could be any of that. That's all types of content. It's, it's a means to communicate something, right? right. Uh, what we found is you have to have a personalized approach. And, and every one of our customers comes on with an onboarding and a consultation to understand, A, what their goal and objective is. And if you can't provide that, we don't even take you as a customer because there's no reason for you to write a piece of anything if you can't figure out what a goal is 12 months from now. And it could be any goal, but if you can't define it, then we start there. And the second piece is, uh, I mean, well, there's a whole budget piece too. You have, you, you're going to have to feed it. This is an investment into yourself, into your brand. So you have to think in 12-month segments of what could I afford every month to put toward this, either it be by time or money or both. Um, and if you can't do that, then don't commit to that because you're just going to fall flat. So you can, Those two things come together to understand the expectation, but also then shapes what type of content, how much, and where it should live. Now I'll challenge you at on one point. You do need a website. You need your blog. You need to have that as your, like kind of your home. However, that costs money and that takes time. And it takes some little, some skillset, And sometimes people just don't have the investment to do it. So what even we did last year is we didn't, we had the table stakes website landing page and there's remnants of it still on on ours, but it wasn't the goal. Our goal was actually to use LinkedIn as the center point. We leveraged an existing giant SEO enriched platform because you're more likely to be found through an article you write and publish on LinkedIn than you are through your own blog initially. Hmm. So if you're establishing your brand, you're establishing your presence, LinkedIn's a really good place to kind of just go all in on and it'll really help you identify who your customers are, what messages you should be saying, what they're actually buying. And then you can go to your site and start doing SEO blog driven things that work. Now we just started this specifically on that plan about almost to a year later as scheduled. And our blog is actually getting traffic because we know exactly what we need to go say on the last few. And it's really working to drive more and more and more uh, attention on the website. But I didn't want to start there because first impressions, right? I can do more on LinkedIn and I can pull posts. I can say, oh, that one didn't work or this didn't work. But your home is your home. And people go in there, you know, if you give the analogy and there's crap all over the walls and nothing's clean, I don't really want to come back to this house yeah. but if i'm visiting linkedin i'm like yeah there's a lot of other distractions it's like a mall maybe this side store will get better you can kind of play with it and learn your way a little bit first so i think end game you need that blog you need the seo and you need all those things but i think you can go along the way anyway th- that being said that th- the strategy that deforms because your goal and your budget and your time commitment determines what type of content you need to create to fit that and so the more is more so if you have more time more budget you can create a lot more if you can't define your your, your kind of top personas, the your, your questions your customers are asking, you're going to have a tough time writing content. So we help you guys work through that. And then we really zone it in narrow and deep on a few and then brought out from there. It, it, and don't think this is an advertisement kind of content. This is just using social media algorithms on the organic side, on the personal side, because either your B2B or B2C, your people still buy from people. On B2B, they just buy from committee, but it's it's just more account-based of who you got to influence. So we write everything to the personal level um, and take it that way. But that's how it starts. And that's how you determine then what types of content you're going to need, sustain, and then create.
0: All right. A couple of questions. So you specialize in LinkedIn a bunch. So I would immediately think, well, you, then you're concentrating more on uh, business to business, B2B, correct? Or is it uh, what's a percentage versus yeah. business to consumer, B2C?
1: So our personal one is, is probably, a, it, it's about a mix of half to half. Really. Uh, there's plenty of B to C on LinkedIn. Uh, but this, but here's the thing. For me, the strategy was LinkedIn. We do other customers that are almost completely Instagram or Twitter, and and it doesn't matter because it's just a different formation of the same messaging and content, different types of image sizes, different look and feel, like different delivery of mobile versus desktop. That that's all kind of determined as part of that strategy of what content, where it should live, and how often, and how do you engage with it, and. Uh, you know, you don't too much content, not enough engagement, no strategy, you know, a little event in the middle doesn't happen. So you need the right balance of content by volume, the right amount of strategy, and the right amount of engagement to really drive an optimal set for that budget. And if you have too much or too little of the other, you, you just fall dismal on the, on the results. So, us personally, we, we sell a lot to B2B. Uh, there are individuals, but they're kind of solopreneurs. There's mm-hmm. very few like influencer types or people who just, you know, that's not a good persona because there's no real financial goal, right? Mm. I just want to get more followers. Well, that's not, a, that's not a goal we typically help because what's, why? and, right. and so, so you can do it anywhere. Ours was initially though, like the same strategy we give to our customers. We went narrow and deep on LinkedIn for the year to see what kind of impact we had. We had great impact. And now we're branching out to see where we can do our next narrow and deep impact.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. It looks,
1: like, uh, it looks like Instagram, by the way. It looks like that's the one's got the highest traction so far. So really, yeah, thought that would or not Twitter. I don't get Twitter
0: now. Get okay, it, when you're doing Instagram, are you prime? Are you focusing on video?
1: So we're starting reels. We're starting uh, doing more of those, like a daily piece. Uh, which those those reels can easily become TikToks or shorts on YouTube mm-hmm. as well. Uh, But we're focusing on carousel and just maybe more imagery based posts to to drive. uh, Initially, it's a following, and then you you start trying to monetize it once you figure out on Instagram what the right messages should be to attract an Instagram user. For us, our biggest pieces are probably Instagram. People are doing well on Instagram, but that want to move to LinkedIn. We could definitely help them do that transition, just using their old content. I mean, and just say repurpose it and create a whole new set and build a following on LinkedIn. Well, that, that's, that's the, that's the shift we're probably looking for.
0: Okay. Aren't you using the same content on both platforms though?
1: We, we are, but you LinkedIn, you have more words, right? You can do more talking, more storytelling and the algorithms rewarding you for it on Instagram. You'll, people will just blow it right by you. if you don't have big words, pretty pictures, right?
0: So yeah. It's,
1: it's a, a different messaging type, same yeah. content, but it's, it's delivered differently. So it requires a different kind of skill set to create.
0: And do you have any tricks to prompt engagement? Because I know it's like, I push out my case studies and and all that automatically to all my social channels all the time, LinkedIn, obviously being one of them, but until somebody engages with it, it's like you get so little traffic, you know, do you have any tricks in order to spur engagement or do you, do your new team actually try to personally get a ball rolling with a comment or something like that?
1: Yeah, that kind of golden hour or so is you know a, a good trick is if you is to tag let's say um, ten relevant people that you have a decent relationship with yeah. or twenty, and the more you tag you don't you don't be spammy, but if you have ten relevant twenty relevant people in a post you want to tag, and you let them know ahead of time, hey, I have a really important kind of post coming up. I'm going to tag you in it. Would you be okay at nine o'clock to reshare it, comment on mine, and reshare it and do a nice co- and, and do a reshare on your comment on yours, and let's say like even half do it your chances for visibility kind of go 10X out because initially a a great deal of people tagged in it, engaged with it legitimately and and went out.
0: That's brilliant. Uh, that's,
1: That's a nice one. Another easy hack is just always tag the last 10 people who connected with you on LinkedIn or in your messages on the right on your next post and just look in the right. So bring up your messages, write your post and tag each of the people that last connected with you because of the most recent ones to sell you something or do something. They're more likely to interact with it because they're going to think they're going to get uh, time with you or whatever, but that drives engagement on your post to give an X to x share out as well. That so is- if you have like kind of a esoteric fluffy post, that's a good thing to do because you don't really care about if they're offended or not. They're tagged. <laughs> the ones that are much more business related. Yeah. I, I'll give you an example. Um, I did like kind of our top 20 prospects in a post last year uh, on a poll that had nothing to do with it, but I knew the poll was going to do well just by kind of looking at, and the poll did like 540,000 views and like 22,000 votes. And it's 16 of the 20 signed up because when you tag them, every time someone voted or commented or liked it, they got a ding in their inbox. Like, holy cow, dude, you were in my inbox for a week. I'm like, that was the point. I can do that for you too. And so, and so there's little tricks you can do, even if you do, let's say a poll on, something related to, you know, the, you know, for yours, like, you know, what's the biggest hurdle on starting a U-tank 10 people that have all accomplished this, they've, they've, you know, started over and they start commenting in uh, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll see it. So it's a great way to get leads, polls, you know, if you pull the answers down, people give and you contact them. So there's lots of little tricks like that.
0: Okay. And I do want to explain for everybody tagging people simply means at the end of your story, at the end of your post that you put the at sign there, type their name in, and then the suggested name will come up and to verify that you got the right person and then they get pinged on it. So that's all there is to it. And it's really powerful. I like the idea about the the last people that have uh, joined your your posse that will show up
1: there. The last 10 that messaged you. So if, if you're messaged. like tons of inbound in-mail requests, I just tag them on posts. and get them to interact with my content, which helps you share it.
0: That's really brilliant. And there's so much noise on LinkedIn today. And it started about four, three to four years ago, I think all of these, uh, I think there's SaaS uh, softwares that could automatically it seemed like there was about three or four that all of a sudden started saying, we could build your following. We're going to reach out to all these people through AI. And mm-hmm. uh, when they reply back, we're going to give a series of three replies to make sure that they join, uh, follow you. And you know what I'm talking about?
1: I do. And, and um, I'm telling you, uh, we use all, some, some of those through the LinkedIn mm-hmm. APIs. Uh, you will get some letters about automation. If you're using those too aggressively, because it gets very spammy. Oh uh, yes. Um, and, and, and it is very effective for building, um, uh, a following. I mean, it, and honestly, it, it truly does work and mm. I dropped the lower third there. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> and I will tell you that since it's a podcast, that'll mean nothing to most people, but anybody who watches the video really going to enjoy it. Right. A sl- shameless plug. And that was my other thing. Always shamelessly plug county.com slash Instarel meet with Thomas. Very good. anyway Very good. Uh, the point is uh, th- that you should use those uh, but I found the ones that have been automated are ones that people don't know they're automated where I'll, I've sent I have one that goes and says effectively um, hey I'm in Alpharetta, Georgia I see you're based out of Atlanta uh you know I'm just connecting with local founders nice to meet you Very you know howdy don't put their name in it no that's site. nice and, and then they connect it at 35 40 percent rate and and that's they good. uh with the intent of just networking and, and several become customers just by learning about them um here's another good trick on any of your social media things give at least three times before you ask anything and i don't mean like an endorsement i don't mean like you know if you send me a 15 page message on linkedin i usually reply i usually reply too long and and mm-hmm. that's it and usually some people will come back with we do this I'm like that's better just leave with that sure. but um mm-hmm is is give three times so go if you want to go connect with me legitimately go read three of my posts comment on it maybe ask me a question back and actually engage don't ask for anything don't even send a, a LinkedIn request go do that three times and then come in and say hey I, I read the last few posts here very interesting I'd love to learn more whatever it is I'd like to connect with you uh just so I can see your post more often or something mm-hmm. do that and that's, oh, that's kind huge of- bootstrapping type of approach. Actually, people will like the vanity of someone reading their post. They'll like the idea that you're actually interacting with it. You have a much chance, higher chance of selling them or getting them a meeting or doing anything if you truly just don't lead with the long email, the link and the white paper all attached in one first message. Which and
0: I, I'll also love. say that you have to make a personalized mention of the post, not, oh, I see you're putting out some great posts there you know, yeah, exactly. and you know that they're sending that out to 3000 people. Exactly. I,
1: I don't, I don't use loom or these videos. Um, I'll probably start using them this year a little bit more. It's, it's a little bit heavy, heavy handed is the right where they're very effective, but I don't have a ton of time, mm-hmm. but if you're doing a very targeted, Hey, listen, I just want to connect with five people a week. And every day I'm going to send one video personal connection video to somebody. I, they're incredibly effective. I almost always watch them as long as they're short and they seem to be of high quality and legit. Um, for a long time, I thought some AI was doing, I'm like, how the hell are they doing this? So, But it's just people working. And I love that, at least the hustle of it. But those are very effective too in LinkedIn and other messaging is send someone a personalized message. That's really that's- smart.
0: Okay, that's great. And Thomas, what can you tell my audience who again is probably somebody like that would be interested in what you have to offer uh, would be probably 55-ish fed up with corporate America, been dying to do their own thing, a consultation type gig. And they are They know they're challenged in the content development part of this. What do you have to offer uh, maybe to start out cost-effective in, or to go full full right to the wall, you know, really yeah, uh, blast it out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I love shameless plugs, so I, I'll take all of your opportunity. Uh, honestly, I, just, I, I always start with the consultation. I just want to meet with you to understand your journey a bit. Uh, you know, where you're trying to go, the, the goals are super important because if, if, like I said, if you don't have that or you just can't define no. it, that's the first place we start is why are you online at all? What are you trying to do? Mm. And okay, here that, you know, then, then we can start something as cheap as like about a hundred bucks a month, creating cool little short posts or carousels up to, no, I'm ready to do full marketing, but I don't want to hire a whole team where we can be that entire piece that creates the content that engages, that manages all your social media website, all that stuff. So full full area of that, um, all that has embedded strategy. But it, you know the calendar, like I said, it, you know dot com slash is How you get a hold of me one on one for thirty minutes? Just use it, ask questions, and, and uh, just do. You, you'll learn a lot in that meeting, and I'll learn a lot about you. And that's that's the place to start. You know you can check out the website, but but truthfully, you, you, most people right now end up just calling me and asking questions and try to sort it out. I do I do a bunch of uh, mentoring for Founder Institute for their go-to-market. And so that's another area it could definitely help anybody who's kind of starting a business, trying to sort through it. You know, tired of paying way too much for ads or just not seeing the, they just can't get their attraction. Mm-hmm. I do this a lot with with a lot of founders globally and, and it really helped them, you know, get out of being an engineer mode and start thinking like a CEO and start thinking like some, like a marketing machine. Because what I find is most people, they have their old roles that they wanted to leave, but that's what they know. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know how to get out of that box of thinking, they only know what they saw other people do, but they, even then they you're still replicating. it something that didn't work great. Probably <laughs> it's probably not a good spot. I'll help you get through that and help you focus on where to spend money and time and not waste neither, either of those things in, in, in that context.
0: That's beautiful. And if you want to just tell me a little bit about the background of your company, uh, what has been, let what has been very a successful target market for you, let's say? And, and did this, did InstaRoll evolve uh, with AI as he, AI has evolved so much in the last just few years?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, the, the target market evolved too. You know, so this is one of the things I, I liked about the kind of having the ability to do high volume content and, and how we can transcend that to our customers. We initially thought that, usually thought, hey, listen, I think coaches and, these kind of like, there's tons of them on LinkedIn. They, they, they are all writing tons of content. It's, it came out flat or very regurgitated. Like they had the same coach telling them how to coach. Like it, it just didn't seem great. Absolutely. There was a need, but there's no budget. There's no, they can't afford it. Cause they, they can't even, they're just struggling to get, you know, hunt and eat, hunt and eat. Then we moved into more of like marketing leads. So, you know, we're targeting people, probably 35 to 50 female male mix that have a marketing title. Also interested, but also then we found that they'd sign up and then they would be so KPI and so metrics focused on something that, that and expect results in 30 days as if it was an ad. So their mentality was so embedded in old school marketing that they don't last long because they're, they're great customers. You can do a ton, they love the content, but they they can't quantify it to their bosses fast enough to justify the spend. So this they don't is have the,
0: important. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I did
0: want to ask you a while ago when you were talking about your measurement strategy, and I have my own proprietary way of measuring different things. I do a lot of content marketing and SEO improvement with my clients. But tell me about yours. So if somebody's going onto your website, considering uh, signing up with you, uh, the first thing they're going to wonder is, well, how do I know if this is going to be working for me?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. And and, and results vary, right? Because it depends on where you're starting And if we just use LinkedIn as the, as the initial base, how many followers you have, how active you've been, are you selling a product that has a, you know, a hundred thousand people who care about it, or you have a service that 2 million care about. And so your expectations and results will be completely proportional and and related and correlated to that. Uh, it also be to, you know, your persona. And if you're not very, you know, people buy into you, no matter what you're selling or doing. So if you don't have it, you know, and I've told plenty of customers, you're a pain in the ass. Um, And here's why, but just as long as we're on the same page and and most of them get it by that time. Um, But I will tell you this, we'll outperform anything you're doing by yourself. You'll get a higher level of followers. You'll get uh, more views on posts. You'll have more content to leverage in the future and currently Uh, we'll do it cleaner, more professionally and you will save a ton more time. And however you want to quantify that to your value uh, is up to you. I mean, if you have time to do all your content right now and create it, it's doing well, then by all means, you should do it. Uh, but at some point you'll have customers and you'll have business. And unless you're set up to scale from day one, which would be great, it just means you're you have a burn on the back end ready for scale while you're growing. If you have that, you should do it because you save money doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if the higher value activity is to go do talks and 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 go get on podcasts or or be that CEO or be that entrepreneur who's out there doing lead generation more often and not writing as much, that's the time saving and value savings that. That we should quantify because that's what we will absolutely perform is we will save you an absolute incredible amount of time i think i've told you this i went from like 30 hours a week down to one hour a week into social media and i have coverage in all my social Beautiful. media accounts i mean like twitch to TikTok to Facebook, like the the team now has all of it and i don't have to do any of it i only can just i choose to go in for fun so uh i know it's a long-winded answer and usually that's a bad way to answer but there, no we don't, we don't currently have the dashboard set up to show the metrics. What we show, though, is, and I've seen, is we'll outperform anything you've been doing in the past because that's why you're to us. It wasn't working, and we'll, we'll do it We'll do it better.
0: There's two things I want to expound on there that I thought you brought up brilliantly. Uh, the one is, if you're not sure what to do, how to do it when you hear content marketing, getting started like this can show you. I, as you said, you're going to do it way better than uh what I'm going to do on my own as a novice getting started. Well, you can learn this way starting off. Here's the other thing, though, too. I say this to my clients a lot. If you're in an industry where a new client may have a valuation, like I have an electrical safety training guy, each new client is a minimum of three grand investment to him, to his company. Well, if you got a $3,000 valuation on bringing a new client on board, don't spend all your time, you know, five hours a day creating your content and pushing it out on social media when it's more important for you to be servicing these clients, when it's gonna make you more money rather than uh, wasting all of your time. Time is money and for some of us, it's a lot more money than others. So give that uh, some consideration.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll expand on that a bit too. So if you think about it, right, when we try to fill the gaps of anybody's marketing. So if you already have a marketing team, we can fill a gap from either the engagement piece or higher volume content or creating certain types of content you're not finding time to create. If you have no marketing team or no one at all, we, we, you're not just getting a person, you're getting like a team of eight distributed that do lots of little things, lots of things well to fill the need of your subscription. So you're getting a massive team for a fraction of the cost. If if you were to hire the equivalents we can do in a month for most companies, you'd be paying 15 to 20 K salary a month minimum. And we're, we're, we target on the kind of the higher end premium customers, like that really go all in for us to be their marketing. They're in between three and 6,000. And so the savings by, you know, you want a metric, that's your biggest metric is you, you can either, you know, you, the, the final question was like, uh, where, where's your target market? Well, after marketers, we saw that though they are, we, we could absolutely help them. They're just, the, the mindset wasn't quite right. The people who've really done well are uh, startup CEOs and founders who are somewhat funded, either be seed or series A or WeFunder or something like this or Republic who have some money, who need to get content created, but really rather spend as much money and time on product engineering and sales development and less so on creating the content and spending a ton because I see this in companies all the time they bring in new marketing and they and, it, and it's like bunnies in the spring i mean there's just all of a sudden there's 50 marketing managers there's a digital manager there's a social media manager and i'm like you don't need all that right it's like fractional time of a day and it, and you should use a, an outsourced type of approach that leverages right. technology to accelerate and and we use ai for the writing piece we use a ton of automation and other data driven things for uh, engagement in, in content development. We use other stuff to make sure the articles are better, similar to Grammarly or Hemingway. There's a lot that goes into it that you don't get to, you don't have to see. You just get a good product. But our, our, our target, target audience, audience are technology-based tech products and services, startups, uh, typically people who want to be in the Western market um, who need that voice. So there's a lot of foreign companies that really want to get into the U.S. market. They leverage us to help capture that voice for them.
0: Oh, that's pretty interesting. Um, really appreciate... Uh, your intel here, your advice, and I'm going to make sure that all of your contact information is in our show notes. But uh, do you have anything, uh, offer, an ebook, anything? How can we find you? Uh, and uh, yeah, what can yeah. you leave our audience with there?
1: Well, I have a special that we just started uh, where we're doing a, uh, these carousels. If you don't know what a carousel is, uh, it is like a, like a, think of a PDF document that goes left to right. Mm-hmm. And it can tell a story. And I'm doing one of those, like a seven-page one plus time with me one-on-one for only $99 a month. Um, or you can buy a bunch of them at once and you can, you can do it this way. But for only $99, you'll get this really good piece of content that could be leveraged in sales cycles. It can be done in a post. It could be reused in a post. It could be featured on your profile. You can use it on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. They're high value. The algorithms love them because they're visual plus text. So they're SEO. They're all ready to go. We're doing those for $99 right now. That's um, beautiful. I use Linktree. If you guys know what it is, linktr.ee slash AI nerd. There are a ton of things to uh, me for AI nerd, but for the YouTube channel and, and for InstaL, in addition to you know publications on Forbes and Entrepreneur and uh, AI journals with Cognitive Brains, things like that. So there's a, there's a bunch of links on there as well.
0: All right, fantastic. Again, they'll be in the show notes. Thomas, thank you so much for being with us and uh, hope to do this again soon
1: course i appreciate it thanks for cleaning your house um it's, it's spotless for those who can't see he has the most spotless home ever that's makes me, lisa it makes me think that you know that uh the if it's kind of like when you go to the beach right you look at the beach in the caribbean it's gorgeous it's beautiful but if you turn around from the hotel it's usually like a disaster of years and years of go. hurricanes mm-hmm. that's i'm thinking if you put a mirror up in the back okay i de- i can derail any meeting second <laughs> talent all right <laughs> thank Thomas. you so much thank you so uh- much
0: Thank you. All right. All right, guys. Uh, Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Go to over50startingover.com to sign up and get all this in your email box as it happens. Thank you.